And we're back here after a week's break that we needed. I had a lot going on last week and weekend, actually, and couldn't find a time to record and properly deliver you all an episode. But here we are, and we definitely have a lot to cover. Too much, in fact. Yeah, you know, a lot of busy stuff, prepping myself to move over the day shift after July 4th weekend. Two more weeks, two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, then I'll be back in society. Then I can see my friend again. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice, it'll be nice. I'm stoked. I'm excited for it. But aside from that, I guess to start with our usual beat, uh, shows to recommend, unless you have music or anything else to recommend. No, I haven't. I've just been listening to podcasts lately, but uh, I do have a recommendation just because I just found out it launched. You go while I look up the name of it because I can't remember the name of the special. So latest rec- latest recommendation, uh, latest <laughs> season of Black Mirror is out. And for me, it wasn't as strong as previous seasons. Um, there's still some good episodes in there. But I think the first one was probably their best one overall. It, well, there's a couple other that, that I also my personally enjoyed. But I, I just saw a little bit of the one episode where uh, Selma Hayek is like playing the characters oh. life on a TV show. Yeah. And I saw up until she runs into the church and like blows the horn <laughs> and just shits everywhere. And I was like, <laughs> I, I've never seen Black Mirror, but I didn't expect it to be like that. So Yeah, this one is a little bit more out there than previous A little, little sillier, a little goofier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I thought it was like a slightly more serious show, but fuck it. Who knows? There are some episodes like that, and there are some that are really serious, and some that get really dark. So. All right. I, but, I, I know there was one about like fuck, like a prime minister fucking a pig or something like that. Yeah. Shit, man. I got to get out of this show. <laughs> How have I been so behind? I like how it took the Prime Minister episode to get you on board. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's like the first episode. No, I, I heard about it, but I never saw it. Uh, and then last one, um, I've been watching Transformers Armada. I've been on Transformers kick after that last Transformers movie. And it's free on Tubi and also no ads either. So check that one out. Ooh, I have a little, little gift for you then. Apparently um, uh, Hasbro like put out an, uh, a 3D print file for Optimus Primal. So I can just 3D print that. So I'm going to make you one of those. Sweet, sweet. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. But what do you got for us? Uh, so a new comedy special dropped from a comedian I absolutely love uh, and a local Chicagoan, but Mateo Lane. Uh, it's on uh, YouTube, Hair Plugs and Heartache. Uh, check it out. I love this guy. He's gay as the day is long, but funny as hell. And yeah, everyone should support local comedians who ma- are making it big. Cool. Yeah. Because even, what's his name? Jibuki White. He was on an episode of Black Mirror with Selma Hayek. Oh, was he? Yeah. Nice. I love J- Jibuki Young White. He's such a good comic. And I like that he's popping up in a lot of random things lately. And he glowed the fuck up. He got, like, kind of stacked. I, I, I don't know. I, can't, <laughs> I don't know what he looked like before. He was a really scrawny little dorky looking kid. And now he's uh, he's kind of built. I'm like, good for you, buddy. Good for you. I mean, things change when you can afford a personal trainer. Honestly, that's the truth. <laughs> But to move on over here to our meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. Uh, Netflix had their To Doom Festival. And for those who are wondering what To Doom means, I literally had to look up what the hell was like, what is To Doom Festival? And I realized it's the sound. Yeah, I didn't read it that way because it's spelled T-U-D-U-M. So I thought, I was like, what the fuck is Tudum? And then uh, I, I saw that you said it's the uh, the noise that the, the Netflix, Netflix end makes. Yeah. The, and I'm just like, oh my God. That's clever. Points for I mean, them. It's, it's clever, but I was just like... Ugh. It's a little self-serving, but I like I like it overall. But they definitely revealed a lot of from their upcoming shows to try and convince people to keep their subscription and also, you know, to <laughs> sign up for that password dropping. sharing bullshit. Although I saw that there was actually a, a spike in uh, 
and accounts being made because of that. So yeah. I guess it's working, but everyone's mad about it. But I wonder if it was because they did like the free trial run, you know, it's just like, oh, well, one week, seven day free. Because that's what I did for my parents. And then Oh, would that, does that actually count towards their Maybe. subscription though? Uh, I don't know. Because you still have to open one up. That's true. I, all right. I'd be curious then. Maybe so everyone saw the girl shitting in the church and they wanted to sign up for Netflix real quick. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen then. But for the first reveal was Squid Game Season 2. Cast was revealed as well as a reality game show based off Squid Games. <laughs> which let's hope Did it's we not-, not learn the lessons in the show, guys? For real. Let's just hope it's not as fatal as the show, but... Who knows? I mean, you never know. I've never seen Squid Games myself. I just never. Got, oh, you haven't? Never got. Oh, on board dude, with it's the, awesome. Never got on board with the hype. But the, the ending I don't love, but honestly, watch it. You will enjoy it. I mean, I think I know enough of it because everything's been. Spoiled. That's true. <laughs> it <laughs> really hit the zeitgeist hard, so it's kind of hard to avoid it. Um, but yeah, fuck it, man. They, one day in like three, four years, when you forget all of this, just go back and watch it. It'll be great. It's hard. It's hard for me to forget, Brian. Good point. Not like me. I just. Yeah. Wait 20 minutes and then I'm on to something new. And then you're a guilty pleasure over here. Cobra Kai season six is coming. And <laughs> right now it's currently on hiatus due to the writer strike. But they did announce that season six will be the series finale of Cobra Kai. Guilty pleasure is the best way to put that because this show is bad, but it is so good. <laughs> I just I'm a nostalgia fiend and I love 80 shit. So like just seeing all the flashbacks is fantastic. So yeah, I love the show. Can't wait for the last season. See how I'm going to tie everything up. Maybe uh, Johnny Lawrence finally gets his uh, All-Valley Tournament win. I'm sure he's going to be part of the last season, but I think because he's believing to do Blue Beetle, he might. Well, this is the final season. Yeah, this is the final season. <laughs> you know so what? So I feel like, yeah, that's probably why they're ending, because everyone's probably moving on to other stuff. So It ran longer than I thought it would, so good for them. Yeah, and then who was the other girl that was like... That one on- girl from that one thing who's doing that show? Yeah, her. The actress, Peyton Liss, she was part of cobra kai team that fought i don't know who her character's name in this in the show but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i forget her name but yeah. i don't know who she is but she also she also left because she has her own show over on paramount plus called school spirits so oh she's in that yeah so oh, i right. think okay so this is probably why season six are just gonna be like you know what we're losing a lot of people here also i have no idea how long they can drag that show out yeah <laughs> they can only do so much yeah they brought back everybody already they brought back you can Silver. Only cobra so much kai what's it called now eagle fang karate yeah eagle fang are you watching it? I've seen clips on YouTube. Oh, we're going to get you. I, I don't think so. We're going to get you on the Kai. No, but I was shocked to find out that the actor who plays Chosen is the dad of Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow. Who knew? They're everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, the big news here is that the live action version of Avatar Last Airbender cast was revealed in their costumes and everything. And... It also released a trailer with the teaser of the four symbols of, you know, the four nations, like, I guess, yeah, lighting which, up. Which like, did nothing for it really, me. <laughs> it, it did nothing for me. That I'm just you, like, you could have just as easily not done that, and we would have been fine. Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool if they, like, teased us with a copy of, like, the intro from the animated series. That would have been a lot better. Exactly. They just showed the elements coming up on screen, and it was like, hey, right, now what? Yeah, but- Unfortunately, though, this reveal, though, was not without controversy, however, because with reports saying that the actor portraying Sokka, Ian Ousley, apparently lied about being Native American. Yeah, that shit is wild to me. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know how accurate or true that is, but there's a lot of people who are really piling up the evidence against him. Yeah, I mean, the the First Nations just said that he's not even registered with them. Yeah, so it's like... They have, it's it's like when my friend said he was like 116th Cherokee to like get a scholarship at, in college. 
like is it true if it is like and if it is true it's like do you do you really need that yeah do do you need to claim that one like uh, yeah regardless uh this is hilarious to me and this is the ultimate example of lying on your resume (laughs) (laughs) yeah this this will definitely take the cake um definitely not the start that this show wanted but it is it is where they are now and i mean what do you think about the costumes i think being embroiled in controversy can only help them (laughs) as long as the controversy is not about it, it being bad but then again, that remains to be seen. Then again, with Avatar, the bar is low because of the live action movie. They had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Like, they just have to do above that, and people will see this as a dub. Maybe. Maybe. But as for the costumes, I think they look great. Really cool. Um, nice little details and everything, and it looks very show accurate. Like, they didn't get too flashy and, like, try to make it their own thing, but, like, it looks good. Like Yeah, the, it looks very show, like you said, show accurate. It looks, um... Yeah, like, Aang looks like a monk. It's very drab and not very, like... It's practical. That's the word I was looking for. It's very practical. Exactly. But then you look at Sokka, and he's clearly in, like, kind of, like, an armor set or, like, a like a traditional outfit or something like that. Yeah, it's, like, and very it's, thick, like, wolf pelt kind of looking thing. Yeah, and it's, like, very ornate, and, like, it looks the part. Like, they look like they should be dressed that way. Like, it makes sense. Zuko looks pretty cool. Uh, some people were saying that his uh, the burn scar kind of yeah. just looks like like a fungus or like he or a bruise more than anything. So like I can't wait for him to take off that helmet and see that reveal. I hope they get it right because I don't think people realize how like damaging that scar is. Yeah, he like, got fucked up. Like his his I'm pretty sure like in the show he's like he's partially deaf, definitely visually impaired. Like he probably can't see out of his left eye. Yeah completely maybe he could but not completely but it's just like damn it's it's heroin like his ear is like melted into his like head or something like that yeah that's the gnarliest part yeah so i'm i'm curious to see how they they pull off all those little fine details but you know i have nothing to add to to that like that the four elements did nothing and then the costumes are cool but i have nothing else to go on it's a very underwhelming reveal like i would say yeah didn't do anything for me it's like i maybe i'll check it out i don't know 100 percent, but it is what it is at this point yep but another note, uh, Wednesday Season 2 was officially announced, uh, with the cast giving their theories on what will happen in Season 2. I mean, I definitely enjoyed Season 1 and what it built, so hoping Season 2 takes it up a notch, but none of that will happen until this writer's strike is resolved. I haven't seen Season 1, I just know there's a funny little dance at some point, and that's all I have to go on. Oh, yes. I feel like a lot of people blew up their dance portion a little too much. They really did. I feel like... It was like uh, season one of Umbrella Academy. They had the dance scene. And, oh, then, yeah, yeah. and then season two, they're like, well, we got to have a dance scene in this one, too. And I was like, oh, this is cool that they're doing this again. And then season three's dance scene was just like, this was really forced. Like, more <laughs> than the others were forced. And those were forced. But still, gave a nice little footloose dance. But uh, yeah, no, this all, all I see is Jenna Ortega dancing. I've never actually seen the show. I mean, fair enough. It's like, same with me with Squid Games. So. There you go. Yeah. Squid Games feels like it's a weirder one. That's that was a cultural phenomenon. I don't know. I just it made white people know that Korea existed. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't know why I never got into it. It's all right. Can't blame you. Good. Probably because I'm. Mean, you know what I think it was? I think it's because there was when I was binging Sopranos. Oh, okay. How'd you like Sopranos? Oh, awesome show. Never watched it. I was like a little on the young side, so it just kind of felt like my dad and my sister's show, and so I just never actually got into it. <laughs> it's really good. I would definitely say check it out. All right. Well, I, I just, just I'll get ready for some cannolis and pasta. Go set sail for one piece.
And then the big news here is the One Piece live action trailer was released. And I have to say, it doesn't look awful. It could definitely be a lot worse than what I expected. Yeah. But I'm a little bit more optimistic. And I like Inaki Godoy's Luffy. I think he's a really good portrayal of him so far. I think he's good and bad. I think, like, he definitely has the same mannerisms and stuff like that. But then one of the lines is, like, he tries to, like, break up a fight and, like, settle everyone down on the ship. And I was like, Luffy would never do that. Luffy would encourage the chaos or whatever. Like, he didn't feel like Luffy, and he was, like, a bit too, like, eloquent. Like, I mean, Luffy speaks like a caveman. He's like, meet or fight or I'll kick his ass or, like... I don't know. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but I also feel like that would be a Luffy approach because he's very naive and trying to resolve conflicts. Yeah, but I don't know. Plus, it seems like they're really accelerating the there story. Lot, yeah. Like, like Nami is in, like, parts where she was not supposed to be in parts. Like, she's in, like, when they're rescuing Zoro, and that does not happen. So, it's like, it feels like they're really rushing it, which, I mean, yeah. Is she in that part, or does she or did it just cut away to after he rescues Zoro? Uh, it looked like she was in that part. I could be wrong. It could just be an editing thing that, like, I didn't quite catch. But, um, I did hear that they are trying to, like, kind of cram the story together a little bit to accelerate it. Because East Blue is 100 episodes. Yeah, because I did see one of the episodes. It's called The Worst in the East. And that's definitely, for me, like, okay, are they going to introduce Arlong as a season finale? Or what's going to happen here? Yeah, like, I don't know if it's, like, I, I don't know how much they're trying to cover right now. Like, it's definitely before the Grand Line. Like, it's definitely before they call it, like cross uh, Skypea and everything like that. So, it's like, I don't know. Maybe they'll do, like, two seasons per arc or something like that. Because, like I said, East Blue is, like, 100 episodes. They do skip a lot. Like, we got Zoro, Nami, Usopp joining, and then Sanji. Even the Baradia, like, whole arc. That took a while. Yeah, like, that's, like, episode 80. Yeah, and then, I don't know, we we still got to see the pirates. We're like, I did I did like the pirate reveals. Like, Buggy the Clown looks creepy as shit. Yeah, but, like, Buggy should look a little funnier, I think. I, I'd like to see what they do. I saw one guy post that, like, he was pissed because, like, Impel Down Buggy is, like, kind of hot. <laughs> so he was like, this is not my Buggy. My Buggy is sexy, and I need sexy Buggy at some point in the series. Well, you got to realize, when Buggy was first introduced, he was introduced as, like, a terrifying kind of villain, you know, kind of scary thing. And then as the series progressed, he kind of became like a comic relief. Dude, he was always comic relief. I think after Luffy beat him, he was more comic relief to me. I think when he first fought Luffy, he was more just like, oh man, I wonder if this is going to be like his rival kind of thing. I mean, this is I mean, also, kind of. <laughs> I mean, this is back when I was like 13 years old. So like I True. assumed his first like... He does just become emperor out of nowhere and then Yonko for some <laughs> reason just because he's the greatest bullshitter in the world. I love Buggy. So, I mean, that remains to be seen. Now, I definitely, when I see Buggy, I'm just like, oh, this dude. Yeah, the CG, the CGI is not my favorite, uh, but also, like, it's I'm not expecting a lot from Netflix shows. It's a Netflix budget. And but it's the like, set scenes look awesome. Oh, yeah. They look really epic. They, yeah, because they actually built these pirate ships, and I'm just like, so you're telling me somewhere out there, these ships are legit just floating yeah, there, in the water. There's a Going Mary somewhere in the world. <laughs> there's a Baratier fucking restaurant somewhere in the world, and I can't wait. They should do a tour with that. They would make billions that would be really cool actually i would definitely pay to see that 100 percent. but yeah we'll see we'll see if this show can carry the weight of the straw hat yeah man man i'm uh i'm i'm getting into the uh i'm like 30 episodes into the whole cake island arc right now and like shit's going wild sanji's family be crazy oh yeah they're crazy and they're also a parody of a common writer in the uh, yeah. power rangers that's good which stuff. is great 
But I guess we can also mention here uh, Rebel Moon, but to me, it's whatever. It is being split into two movies, and each movie is getting its own version of a Snyder Cut, I guess. Is I, don't what e- I don't even know what this is. It's like Zack Snyder's latest project after leaving the DC Universe. Is it? Like, who's it under? Like Image or like... It's, it's not even a comic. It's, it's just, just it's just his, I guess, original work. I don't know how original work it is. Oh, so there's just like... But it's just a Netflix. Okay. Like, I didn't even, he's still going to deal with Netflix it. to make these movies. Uh, why are they getting Snyder Cut? I don't know. <laughs> why not just put the movie out the way you want it to be seen? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, why are you planning a Snyder Cut? Like, I can see if you like... Marketing. Like, I can see if you made a movie and the studio took their hands and got all up inside its guts and it wasn't the movie you thought it was, so you re-edited it the way you envisioned it. That makes sense. That Like, the Snyder Cut was, like, a cool thing that they did. Not that it changed a ton from what I heard. I don't have the patience to sit through that shit. But, like, why would you plan it? Like, just put out the best product. I think it's just, at this point, it's a whole marketing scheme for them. Like, this this is what we got with fucking uh, Blade Runner. Like, we don't need another one of these. I think that's what they're trying to do. Trying to make Zack Snyder, like, the next, uh, who's the Blade Runner director? I don't actually know. Ridley Scott, that's what it was. Was it Ridley Scott? Damn, Ridley Scott's fucking awesome, dude. The Scott cut before it was the Snyder cut. And then lastly here, uh, Linda Hamilton is joining Stranger Things Season 5. Yeah, Sarah Connor herself. Yeah. She's um, gonna hopefully save the world from Dominic. <laughs> dude, she's going to be bad. At, like, She's either going to be super badass or she's going to play against character and just be like another mom in the town or something like that. But I'm foreseeing some badassery. What if she's Will Byers' grandma? Oh, that'd be pretty clutch. I'd be excited for that. I don't know, man. Anything, anything would be cool. Uh, I don't remember the last season like it was not very like special to me i mean i feel like they're steadily kind of declining just because like the hype is wearing off also like season four release between season three was a big gap though it was a big gap yeah so i think a lot of people had expectations and like they did have some they did have some wow moments like like max getting just crunched all up and shit like that like now that i'm talking about it i'm remembering it more it was pretty impressive eddie playing master of puppets Oh, shit, that was a good scene. All right, you know what? I talked myself into it. That was a great season. <laughs> Best season since season one. All right, all right. But I guess moving on over here. Um... The Transformers will return after these messages. Yeah, why don't you tell us what we got here oh, for us today? Oh, break. I, I, I was slow on reading the notes. <laughs> it's an off day today, people. Hey, it's a very off day. It's, the, the, the vibes are off, guys. Anyways. What happens when you take a week off? Yeah, seriously. Our muscles are are, are untrained. Uh, we have from Heirloom Hard Cider, uh, Excelsior, which is an imperial uh, apple cider. And it's 8.4%. I'm not going to lie to you. I got it just because it has a giraffe on the can. And I, I, have, I had cute. a feeling you got it because it 100% and because it's called Excelsior and rest in peace to the great one, Stanley. It's not bad, actually. I do like this. It's tasty. I mean, it tastes like an apple soda. It kind of tastes like an angry orchard. Uh, it's a little less sweet than that, but it's more sweet than a lot it's of the ciders. It's definitely I stronger like. than angry orchard. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. it's eight point four percent. Goddamn. Goddamn. Yeah, it'll get you where you need to go, folks. Yeah, but d- definitely at the age where I definitely want to move away from beer and feeling bloated and. Yeah, me too. That's why I was like, I had two options between a new beer and I was like, that looks interesting, but also like cider sounds more summery and like easy on easy on my body after all of this yeah definitely it's not that bad i like it i like it it tastes like um it just tastes like a angry orchard but it's less sweet 
It tastes like apple juice to me. Can't it it really does t- taste like apple juice. Like, you can't even taste the alcohol. It's just kind of like a dry apple juice. But I like it. I would drink this for sure. Yeah, again. cool can design. Def- I would give this 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Pretty solid. No, I'm, I'm probably going to agree with you, actually. 8 out of 10. It could definitely be a little bit uh, less sweet. You mean more sweet? No, less sweet. Less sweet. I, don't I, think, think, it, I think it's too sweet. It's dry, which I like, but I think I it's a know. little too sweet for me. But you th- you like a lot more sweet than I do. I don't really like sweet stuff. You drink like six Cokes a day. I actually haven't, actually. Good for you. I'm happy to hear. No, I just, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, taste, I taste more tart than sweet. I could see that. Yeah. It is pretty tart, but I, but I think that like comes with sweetness, too. But I like it a lot. I would highly recommend it. Heirloom Hard Cider Excelsior Imperial Apple Cider. Go get you some. Yeah. We now return to the Transformers. But moving on back here, and it's funny because I keep using the Transformers commercial breaks to bring us in and out of our drink breaks over here. But here we are <laughs> talking about Transformers now, and that is because I saw Transformers and The Flash last week. Uh, both were great and enjoyable films. I had a great time watching both of them. Thanks for the invite. One of them was a date with Holly. What do you want me to do? I'll third wheel it. <laughs> I'll send the row behind you guys. No. And then the last one you were at, was it like Pride Fest or something? Oh, yeah. Good point. I was at a concert. So, yeah. Which was fantastic, by the way. I got to see Meet Me at the Altar, whom I've loved for a very long time. Well, they're a pretty new band, so as long as they've been around, I've loved them. They put on a show that was way better than I ever would have imagined. They threw some. They played in some oldies too, some uh, Avril Lavigne. That was really fun. Never heard of Oh, can't. they're fantastic. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll take your word for it. Three piece, very gay, uh, female led pump, uh, pump, <laughs> Fuck me, <laughs> pop punk band. There it is. Jesus Christ Almighty. Uh. Uh, but they're a lot of fun. They were great. Awesome show. Good times. Ran into a friend I didn't expect to see there, and I haven't hung out with her in a long time, so shout out to Jazzy. Great to see you. I miss you. But yeah, yeah that's why I couldn't make it. Yeah, no, it's all good. I mean, for me, uh, this was definitely the best Transformers movie in the series. The soundtrack alone, top tier. Like, Yes. The soundtrack already, I was just like, damn, this movie's great. Even better than having one Linkin Park sound. <laughs> one Linkin Park song the on first, your soundtrack. I was sold on the movie within the first song. What was the first song? I don't remember if it was uh, from the Because track. Suicide Squad also opened with a great song and then proceeded to be Suicide Squad. No, I think they opened up with a Tribe Called Quest song, I want to say. or Fuck, say less. It was somebody else. I don't remember. It could have been one of those two because they, they, they kind of transitioned between the music a lot. Nice. All right, I'm curious. But story was good. Action was good. Yeah, story. Good. Like This is probably the best story I've ever seen because they actually don't just sideline the robots and then the humans to make a story they both have like something to lose and gain here basically yeah i kind of felt like like it was a human story that the robots just happen to be part of and like the first few but like now yeah, i mean i guess i could tell you like what happens if you, if you don't care for nope. anyone i want to see it all right he wants to see it people well that's just prime but i guess my only gripe about it is that the whole the title of the movie is called rise of the beast but that was whole just a fucking marketing ploy because I was very upset. I'm just like, it was where? mostly Transformers. Yeah, it was mostly just the original Transformers. I'm just like, Man. I'm here to see Optimus Primal, Airazor, Cheetor, and Rhinox. Dude, I, I'm I'm buying a ticket for Cheetor alone, and I'm so sad that he's not going to be in it. I was very sad, especially because he doesn't even have a voice actor listed. No, no, 
He's just there vibing. He had like a couple voice lines here and there, but I was just like, I don't know who this person is. Just like AI generated or something. I, I don't think that so. would I, actually be kind of fitting <laughs> if they AI generated the Transformers voice. No, don't give him that. You're right. Never mind. Take don't listen. Scrap it. Scrap the episode. <laughs> We're over. Yeah, I, just, I guess I was just upset. I was like, I was like, these guys didn't never really got a chance to shine, and the entire time I'm waiting, I was like, wait, do they even have robot forms? Because like, I just keep see, keep seeing them fighting in animal form. I'm like, where is a robot? And then, I mean, it finally did happen, but I was just it 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 didn't hit. Damn, it didn't hit for me. That's disappointing. That was the whole draw for this movie for me. I mean, it was cool to hear him say it. Like he's like maximals maximize, and then I was just like, eh. uh, that's sad. I'm yeah. upset by that. I, you're telling me. I was very upset. I was like, what the hell? It's like, I'm, I want to see Cheetor like, fuck shit up. Seriously, man. See Rat Trap. I want to see all of them. Yeah, and then they changed like Rhinox machine guns things into like an axe. And I was just like, no, I want to see his twin machine guns. Yeah, dude. That was he made so bad at. All right, maybe I don't want to see this movie. It's a good movie, though. Aside That's just me being a big Beast Wars fan. That's just my only gripes from it. Aside from that, though, great story. Um... Bumblebee, for once, was not like the main partner robot. Good. I was getting sick of him. Uh, now it's Mirage, who was voiced by Pete Davidson. Weird take, but I like it. He he had some really good lines. I think sometimes his... I think... I don't know. It's hard to not hear his voice and think it's fucking Pete Davidson. Yeah. And like he had some great lines. I think if they had like a different actor, it probably would have been a lot more funny. I think it's just how he delivered his lines. That didn't hit for me. He's like too sarcastic. Like a he, little bit. A little it's like bit. His whole thing is like not wanting to be too funny because he's too cool for school. I just don't get it. It's like whatever, whatever Pete Davidson. Just kidding. I like you. I think you're very funny. <laughs> so, but also Scourge, great villain. I think he's probably one of the coolest villains in the series. Uh, but I think there must have been a change or something. Right now we're watching a. Some- I'm in the war with a fucking moth right now, which is why <laughs> Kenny's very distracted telling his story. <laughs> Oh, man, this is just funny. It's like a Tom and Jerry bit right here. <laughs> it really is. All right, I'm going to ignore him, and then he's going to come back, and I'm going to bitch lap him. But like I was saying, yeah, Scourge, great villain. I He was very, very intimidating, and at one point, I'm just like, how the fuck are these guys going to beat this dude? And he had a really cool line. Like, when he was, like, fighting Optimus, he's like, he's like, oh, I love the look on the face of an inferior being when he comes up against someone more powerful. And I'm like, oh shit! And then yeah. he was just like, he's like, they call you a prime, and he's like, he's like, show me that prime strength. And then Optimus tries to fight him, and then he just got fucking knocked out. And I'm like, holy shit! This guy's backing up his smack. How did, how did they beat him? With liquid hot magma. Um, they threw him into lava. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like, you know, they combined. Well, yeah, it took it took Optimus Primal and Optimus Prime to like. Yeah, they threw him in a volcano. Duh. How yeah. else do you beat this guy? Well, yeah, like Optimus Prime, like like smashed his face into like a lava flow and just like kept it in there until he was like, oh, that's kind of badass. Yeah, not a good time to lose one's head. Come over here, motherfucker! I'm gonna slap you. But I think there had to be a change or something because there was a one point in the movie where like his mask falls off and then like there's like a dramatic pause and I'm thinking like, oh shit, is it like someone that they know? It's like and everything and then they show the face. And I'm like, the fuck is this? Now we're passing the moth back and forth. I think we got it. We definitely got it. Probably. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Uh, but it, I don't know. It just reminded me of that one scene in the Justice League cartoon where like Lex Luthor takes over the body of the Flash. <laughs> he pulls off his mask. mask. He's, like, he's just like, who the hell is this? He's like, I have no idea who this is. And that's how I felt when I saw the, the face reveal for Scourge. And I'm like, 
the fuck is this? Are we, are we supposed like, to know him? Yeah. That's what I thought too. I think it was supposed to be someone. My theory is that he was probably Optimus Prime in the future because like because of how they set up this movie, there's definitely some time travel here. Okay. So, oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. So I thought, you know, Scourge was Optimus Prime. Because in, in the cartoon series and in the lore, Scourge is like a dark copy of Optimus Prime, actually. Ooh. So, and then the Terracons that he was a leader of, some of them look like, one of them looked like Bumblebee. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is like Bumblebee corrupted after, you know, because like he's one of his most loyal soldiers, whatever. Because he's sick of being in his damn movies. And then the other one was like, I was like, I was like, they brought this one other Transformer down. And then this one over here has a similar tributes. And so I was like, could it be? But no. Didn't let to nothing. Let's just they just have it to be their own individual right. selves. You're, I guess you're not selling me on this movie, but I'll I'll see it. But aside from that, you know, the action scenes were great. Um, Mirage was a change of pace. I I did like the character Mirage, and then you know Bumblebee's fight scenes were epic. I did love how he was introduced. See, he don't even got to be the best to be the best. So yeah, but aside from that, also you know saw the Flash, which for me personally, I mean. Despite what everyone else is saying, I think it was a fantastic movie. And actually, the, one of the things I do hate about it, and it's going to make people laugh probably, and it's Man. that I actually enjoyed Ezra Miller in this movie because <sighs> they are a terrible person. They do suck pretty hard. but They do. But in this movie, I was just like, fuck. I was like, he's actually good in this movie. Do you ever have a problem with that, though, with like other forms of media? Like listening to Michael Jackson, knowing that he definitely fucked kids, like... A little bit sometimes, yeah. You, you hear like Billy Jean, and you just go, "Shit, gotta dance, man!" <laughs> like I feel like movies is like the ones we're the hardest on, because like I feel guilty watching some of my favorite movies, like Baby Driver, just because uh, Kevin Spacey, just because Kevin Spacey's in it. It's like I want to enjoy the movie. I haven't seen his Kevin Spacey movies since he's like came out being like piece of shit. Yeah, like I, I watched Baby Driver re- like a few months ago just because I wanted to watch it again, but I was like, I feel bad supporting this guy. But I'm like, that's not like he's getting a cut of it, you know? But I feel like a lot of people like will not see a movie just because of an actor in it or something like that. I, I mean, they I, had to I, kick Johnny Depp off of Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it was um, Fantastic Beast. Fantastic Beast. Grindelwald, there you go. Yeah, that's what got kicked out of. But for this one, I was just like, damn, I think... They the only reason they kept the mom is because one this movie's completed, and the way it ended is like it doesn't matter anymore. Like he is definitely not part. Excuse me, sorry. He's definitely not part of the DC universe going forward because the way it ended. I don't know if you want me to tell you how it ends. So yeah, watch it eventually. So yeah, but what I did like is like this is a more seasoned Barry, while still a little awkward and like not socially capable. He is definitely capable of saving the day of his own to the point where it's just like. Batman calls him for assistance because he's just, Ooh. yeah. You're a stand-up guy, Bats. Don't ever let them call you a crazed loner. That was like in the opening scenes. Uh, the visual effects weren't as bad as I expected in how Twitter people and Snyder cultists perceive them to be. I mean, they weren't great. They're not phenomenal. But the thing is, they were. it was at least consistent. Could it have been better? 100%. They could have been a lot better. They could have done a much better job, cleaned up some stuff here and there. But the fact is that they this movie went through three different production teams yeah but also like dc has always kind of had the worst of the twos like cgi oh yeah 100 percent. like bat like batman versus superman like they just had gumby physics it looked terrible and like it doesn't look great in this one either but i mean that's because they source these to a bunch of different companies and say hey create the scene 
and whoever gives us the lowest price will take. So they're they're getting what they paid for, but yeah, I mean, I'm hoping one day we can get a movie with like fucking Avatar level CGI. Yeah, like actually good production value. Yeah, imagine that people might be interested in a movie. It that would looks be really good. good. Uh, but the director uh, Andy Muschietti, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, unfortunately. Um, <coughs> he did what he could um, with what was available, and um, he, he is directing the upcoming Brave and the Bold movie. Branch is coughing up over here. He's acting like he's he's not. He's not doing a good job of hiding this. <laughs> I'd like to think you can't hear me if I'm not by the mic. Oh, dude. <coughs> Just let it out, dude. What's going on, Kip? <coughs> Nothing going on over here. But, yeah, uh, Andy is going to be directing the Batman Brave the Bold movie, and seeing how he handles some action sequences here, I think he's going to do a good job with that Batman movie. Uh, who Who's going to play Batman, man? I don't know. I think we'll find out. I mean, they're still trying to cast for Superman. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's so wild to me. Henry Henry Cavill got f- fucked in every different direction, man. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I I mean, I know a lot of people want to blame James Gunn on that, but it's not even his fault. Yeah, that's, that's so weirdly specific to just blame this guy when... If you want to blame anybody, blame The Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's weird how that happened. Because he was the one who's just like, hey, come on this movie, and then I would, you know, basically saying, like, I'm going to promise you this and that. And that's how he thought he was gonna have the job back. Yeah, it was this all is, it was all verbal agreements. This is the Rock's like villain arc, man. Yeah, he's 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 people are starting to turn on him. People don't like him anymore. But not even not even that. Now, like Snyder fans are were saying, it's like, oh man, we should let the Rock take charge of DC Universe. I'm just like, are you mm. f- like, are you fucking serious? I mean, couldn't do much worse. <laughs> couldn't do much worse. But this guy would have been like the center. You want to make Black Adam the center of DC Universe? I'm like, no, that's not how it works. And then what's gonna happen when he fights Superman? Because according to the Rock's like contract clauses, he, he, he never can't, loses. He can't lose a fight. So it's like, what the fuck? It's like you're gonna tell me they're gonna end in a tie? It's like, no. We'll fi- finally get our answer to that question, though. What? Wait, what? Like, one of our first episodes, one of the questions was, who's going to win Superman versus uh, Shazam? I mean, they both lose at this point, because none of them have a movie going forward. Good point. <sighs> Fastest man alive. Which might explain why you can't get a date. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> but back to The Flash. Um, the story was good. It, you know, It's not the best adaption to the Flashpoint storyline. If you want a good adaption to the Flashpoint storyline, there is an animated movie called Flashpoint. Yeah, it's very good. It is very good. Uh, but that storyline was never going to happen for the live action version because the way uh, Snyder wanted to set it up, he wanted to lead into that nightmare universe with evil Superman and like trapped in a straight jacket, Jared Leto Joker, and I don't know what else is going on in that universe. But that was like his end point, like what he was going to make the Flashpoint kind of. And also like, Ugh. yeah, it wasn't going to be great. To me, at least. And then also Ezra portraying two different versions of himself was good. He did a good job establishing like two different Barry personalities of his younger self and an older self. And it was also really like how aware he was that how annoying he can be to people when he realized it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he always kind of played it that way, too. Um, but to see him like more mature, it would be more interesting for me to see, actually. Yeah, I thought it was funny that it took a younger version of himself to make him be like, you know what? It's like, Mike, even said himself, like, is this what I sound like to other people? It's like, shit, I am annoying. It's the one people vanish on Batman, and he's like, is that what that's like? (laughs) Also, yeah, speaking of Batman, I absolutely love Michael Keaton's return as Batman. I mean, who who wasn't excited for that? I'm sure he was going to kill it, and I know he did kill it. He stole the show in every scene he was in. I know, so much so that, like, the advertising for the movie in like the last like three weeks has just been like 
watch the best Batman return to his role. Michael Keaton is in The Flash. Like, no mention of the actual plot. <laughs> no mention of Ezra Miller. Nothing. Everyone's just like, hey, you guys remember Michael Keaton, Batman? He's We're, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. It's, it was really cool, though. I absolutely loved him. He definitely stole the show from me I there. believe it. I just think it's very funny that the advertisement at this point made this his movie. <laughs> this <laughs> that, was a Batman movie that Flash was in. That and also Sasha Cow, she, she stole the show as Supergirl as well. I actually very much enjoyed her Supergirl. She looked, she looked great from the limited um, shots and trailers I've seen of her, but... I mean, I really do hope she carries over in some capacity over into the new DC universe. Yeah, I don't know if I she's just... going to be the one they go for as Supergirl in that Supergirl movie, but it'd be nice. Mm, what if they go for her as Power Girl? I mean, I would take that too if she was Power Girl. That'd be cool. I mean, the way the way her origin is set up in this movie, I would I definitely feel more of a Power Girl vibe than. Supergirl. Okay, cool. All right, maybe that'd be cool then. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Her and Michael Keaton, they definitely stole the show for me. I just wish we got to see more of it. Yeah, but aside from that, you know, the third act uh, could have been cleaned up a bit. Um, but the Chrono Ball scenes and the multiverse collapsing and seeing like all these different cameos and references to me was dope. Mostly because I just, you know me, you're a fucking I, nerd. Yeah, I, fucking nerd. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge DC fan. Like that, uh, that is, that is, that is my universe. Like I love it. Like, and then just seeing all that it was really cool. I definitely enjoyed it. I know a lot of people who were upset saying it's like, oh, they defiled the graves of these past actors. Like, no, nah, it's like you <laughs> don't really care. You're just mad that. Well, there were a lot of actors who were like, I don't even remember being in this movie. Like the the uh, the actor who played Jay Garrick on Flash, he was like, I don't remember ever recording anything for this movie, but apparently I show up in it at some point. Oh, because people thought it was the actor Teddy Sears who played zoom on the flash show the people thought it was him appearing as jay garrick but he's just like i would have remembered if i filmed scenes for that <laughs> so it was a different actor it was a different just... actor i don't know who the, i don't know if it was just john wesley ship like they use like archive footage okay. and then just de-aged him or if they just put some random dude up there and just i mean it it, it wasn't even like a significant camera. it was like two three seconds of him that's plenty so it's cool, but what was really cool though was seeing like this one universe, which was the Nick Cage Superman universe. Oh, sign me up! You know how much <laughs> I love Nick Cage and his shenanigans. So that was that was a really cool reveal. That would have been dope. That was that was probably we the longest. We almost had one. that. We almost had that in our lives. So I think that was a perfect use because that was like that almost did happen, and so it's just like if circumstances just went differently, we would have gotten a Nick Cage Superman movie. Oh my god! And the I fact was... that he actually filmed that scene himself. He obviously he got de-aged to look like how he would have been back in. Oh, the... of course he fucking filmed that scene himself. I'm so I'm sure he was so excited to do that. Oh, he definitely was. You know he was. Yeah. So it was really cool. And also whoever wanted to produce that movie for some reason had like a hard on for giant spiders. I mean, who doesn't love giant spiders, man? I mean, he apparently he does cuz like when that movie got canceled, he made Wild Wild West. And what was the final <laughs> action scene in Wild Wild West? A giant, giant mechanical spider. spider baby. <laughs> man, Wild Wild West. We'll talk about a fucking great movie. Phenomenal film. Oscar worthy. I don't think I've ever seen it completely. I think I've seen just bits and pieces. No? Yeah. Even as a kid, I've only seen bits Dude, and pieces. Dude, I, I was in the full-on craze because Burger King had all the toys and stuff like that. I had, I had a pair of his sunglasses. I had a pair of Will Smith's sunglasses. I don't know. For me, I think, Why? I, I think I've only seen the movie up to the point where they're in that watering hole bathtub kind of thing. That's not very far, buddy. So, yeah. Okay. But yeah, overall, you know, I love the Flash film. I think I gave it an 8 out of 10. 
just for some stuff could have been cleaned up here and there but aside from that very enjoyable movie i think it would have been a proper flash movie would have done a lot better i think there was just so much negativity leading up to this movie which is why it underperformed at the box office and you know just go check it out i feel for everyone who like is curious about this movie definitely go check it out on your own develop your own opinion that's what i tell people all the time develop your own opinion yeah. doesn't matter what i tell you i think about the movie because it's just me telling you how i think about the movie i gotta see it i mean i love the flash so much that i just gotta see how it goes but if I'm telling you here, the thing I hate about it most is that it made me like Ezra Miller. That's that's a pretty big deal. True. It's, I it's, never liked him as a It's hard flash. to admit that. But yeah, that's pretty much all we have here. But aside moving to uh, B's favorite segment over here. It's my favorite. I love questions. And that is question time. Question time. Question time. Uh, for those who want to have your questions featured over here on the podcast, submit your questions over at Divergent64 or on our YouTube channel with the comment question and be featured on the pod. Give us more. I love questions. They're my favorite part. So the first question that we have here is actually from Jonas. He's asking Flash review and state of the DC universe. Should, should we do a flash and rewind it like 10 minutes? Because that's what just happened, buddy. I mean, flash review, I, I said I gave it an 8 out of 10. I did enjoy it. I, I do want to watch it again. So that, you know, just to see like how I really feel about it. But I don't think it will change much of my score. All right, As know. for state of the DC universe, I think moving forward, um, I don't know. I there's There was just so much like damage done to the brand already with from Zack Snyder's like underperforming movies to a bunch of stuff. I think the fact that it hurt Zack Snyder is that he never had a proper plan. And that's why I'm more optimistic because now they have their like Kevin Feige from the right, right. cinematic universe. Now they have the one guy who's going to have a cohesive story throughout who has a proven track record of doing overarching stories. So yeah. I'm actually more optimistic. This kind of like I haven't seen the Flash yet, but the way I look at it is this Flash movie is kind of like cutting off the head of the serpent and saying like, this is it. That bad shit's over. Our new plan is now going forward. So I'm kind of like, stop. I'm going to stop looking at the past and start looking at it from this point on. Once our first, like, right, right. And I think, I think if Zack Snyder had a plan from the beginning, he'd be like, okay, I'm going to do this movie and then it's going to lead to this movie. And then it's going to do this. He, or he'd just be like, these are the movies I'm going to direct. And then these are the other characters I want to have movies and I want them to fit within this story in this manner. Yeah. But that never happened. He was just like, oh, I'm going to make this movie. And then he's like, instead of making Man of Steel 2, I'm going to make Batman versus Superman and try to set up like five different future movies at the same time for yeah, some reason. He was, he was trying a lot there. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm more optimistic for the DCU going forward just because they actually have like one person whose job it is to be like keep this shit connected yeah he's just like this is we're keeping this we're doing this and we're doing that yeah. and it's like and it's all gonna lead into this so it's like yes like that i think that is what we need from the start i, I feel like i've been saying that even before i had a podcast and youtube channel yeah we he, trust me he has been screaming it into the ether folks so yeah i know a lot of people don't want to give him a chance so like calling him a liar a bunch of other stupid shit and it's just like one grow the fuck up let it go it's like Snyder had his chance it didn't work out if you're a real dc fan you're gonna Give this up, give James Gunn a, a chance and see where this goes. So we'll see. That's what I think about the current state of DCU. I'm very optimistic for it. I think Blue. I'm definitely gonna go see Blue Beetle because ever since Hell that, yeah. ever since that last clip of him, like, was it kicking up the Buster Sword? I was just like, oh, this is <laughs> sold, He's sold. A hundred percent anime pro tag, and I am here for it. 
Yeah. Also, if there's no cumbia music in fucking Blue Beetle, I'm gonna throw a fit. I need to see George Lopez having like. I a, forget George Lopez is just in this movie. <laughs> Goddamn, this need, movie's gonna be awesome. I need to see George Lopez having like a only cholos cumbia dance moment, <laughs> just like in the kitchen alone. Just like, yeah, that, that, dude, that would that would be enough for me. That'd be enough for me. Hundred percent. I'm excited. No, that movie looked great. <laughs> and the next question that we have here from John is also asking: It's like, where did you meet Brian? Uh oh, that's a fun story. So we met at work. Uh, we started working together about 10 years ago. Uh, and then we kind of started talking. And actually, the way we like actually met and became friends and started talking was because we wrote a spec script for Batman Beyond movie. And we fan casted the whole thing. Uh, Logan Lerman, you're still our number one pick for Taylor McGinnis. <laughs> I just want you to know that. And you I just want to say, I picked Michael Keaton as old man bruce wayne before anybody else had this idea he was the originator of this trend all right guys i i can vouch but uh yeah we started talking we started talking about video games we became uh besties right away and then we found out that we've known each other for years before that but uh yeah no so we uh knew some mutual people in high school i was friends with his cousin and so we actually have a very fun picture if i can track it down i'll send kevin he can post it on the uh youtube channel or something like that of me and Kevin at the same house party, literally next to each other, but facing opposite directions, talking to different people. So me and Kevin actually known each other for since high school, but we became friends uh, when we started working together like 10 years ago. Yeah, there you go. That's the origin story. That's our legend, folks. <laughs> and then, yeah, good, good origin story. Hey, I can't complain. Uh, next question we have here is from Bruja del Norte asking thoughts on anime luxury anime luxury yeah so um, what anime luxury is it's like there's a recent trend between like high-end like brands like Tochi um I don't know like a bunch of high high-end fashion like doing collabs now with like a bunch of anime stuff like what's the one that Michael B. Jordan did with Naruto I don't know what brand that was mm. but it was like really high-end like products with Naruto like theme stuff and like a lot of brands are like a lot of high end fashion brands are like doing that now. They're like collabing with a lot of anime works to like push out like some cool, cool designer series stuff. Cool. Which yeah, it's cool. But I'm also thinking like, what anime fan can actually afford that shit? A lot, man. I believe that there's a lot of people. Maybe in like the tech universe and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of weebs in tech. I don't know. Yeah, or like is, business analysts. But like twelve hundred dollars for a Naruto bag. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? A hundred percent. It's this big, dude. Look. Look at our buddy fucking, I don't want to say his name out loud, but Charisma. Remember back in the day? He went yeah. by Charisma. Um, this dude's got Pokemon cards out the wazoo, and he picked me up in like a BMW i3. Well, that's different. That's like, it's not. Pokemon <laughs> cards is, is is affordable for all, though. Not at the level he has them, guy. That's different. He's, he's just buying huge bulks of it. Still, but he spends money like that on a lot of things. That's different. Though. You've that's like, seen his apartment. It's I fucking have. outlandish. But that's, I think that's a whole different thing. That's not anime luxury, though. But but the people who are into that make the kind of money that they could spend on that. I'm just Maybe. saying they are they cross over more than you think. Maybe. I mean, I think it's cool. I think obviously it's a more recent trend now because a lot of being into anime is more open now and everything. Yeah. Thank you, and, Megan the Stallion. <laughs> and it's it's very cool. I just don't like that how highly priced some of this shit is i'm just like i would love to like buy this but like i can't afford it buddy you're literally wearing anime merch right now yeah that there's anime afford. merch at every level it Dude, doesn't matter i want the rich high people end shit can too. rich people can have high-end shit too nah fuck them it's just, just 
Yeah, commerce. Anime merch, great at every level. Do it. I would just like to afford high-end stuff. Well, that's a different problem. That's not what the question asked. It is. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, you know, it's it's cool. It's cool when, like, you, people can afford it and, like, everybody has access to it. But when it's, like, super exclusive and shit like that, I just, I'm just like, nah. Yeah, but the question was about high-end stuff. Well, I mean, just anime luxury. I'm just, because that's the thing. That's what anime luxury is ten, tends to be. It tends to be, like, limited stuff. Like Yeah, because it's luxury. There's also anime media, like medium. There's anime poor. There's anime everything. Yeah. It's, and the question's about anime if luxury. I can't, if Good I, for you, anime luxury. If I can't even get a chance to even get this, and I'm I'm going to be annoyed. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like the people who are buying this are people who just want to resell it or whatever. Other yeah, but I can almost guarantee you're going to get cooler anime merch at a cheaper price anyways. Because we know local uh, artists who put out badass shit. I mean, that's cool too. Your brother puts out I would, better merch than some of this stuff. I would also like to have officially licensed stuff. I mean, like, why? You don't got to go that far. I just like it. I just like to have the option. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. That's my opinion. Let people know Brian's wrong in the comments. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> what, you can't watch anime once you start making over 200K or something? I don't know. I didn't write that rule. Probably. Some people think like that. <laughs> okay. You'd be surprised. You Okay. Carry on. You'd be surprised. And then next question that she's at, Bruja de North, that is also asking, is thoughts on multiverse, cash cow, or finally the nerds win? Yeah, multiverse has been in a lot of stuff recently. I remember the first time, I think it was like Voltron, I was like, why are they going with the multiverse stuff? I mean, that's just literally the comic lore name for parallel universes and there's always been parallel universes yeah there's always like been the, par- like the reason i can't read marvel comics is because there's so much time traveling in different universes like power girl is literally alternate universe supergirl like you uni- like multiple universes that have existed in media forever and now we've all just labeled them multiverse and now people are like oh it's a cash grab they've all had it for as long as you guys can ever remember it just now has like a common name across the board. I think with the what she's asking is like it seems to be happening in a bunch of different mediums across the board now, though. Yeah, because those are the coolest stories. Are they? I don't know. I feel like for Voltron, it definitely did not need to be a multiverse thing. Mm, no, you're right there. But I mean, like that show went on for a lot more seasons than I ever thought it would. So after a while, you kind of need to just start delving into shit. I don't know. You well, can I mean, only have so many big bads without having to re- resort to going back to normal that's why crisis on internet or infinite versus was created that's why flashpoint was created was to say oh my god you fought the biggest bad possible where do we go from here reset everything and now you build from the ground up again that's just how storytelling works over the course of a long running property i just think it's the only option you have i think it's fine time traveler multiverse Mm, i think i feel like there's better options but i guess that's the easiest options i would say fair enough but aside from that yeah i mean i like if if it's a good multiverse story yes i will take it like everything everywhere all at once i will take that yeah exactly there's great examples of it then the last (laughs) question we have for today and that is kayla she's asking would you rather speak all languages or speak to animals uh oh i got a sneak preview of this question um one of my (coughs) genie ling or genie wishes is to speak every known language uh so i would just choose all languages man every language known to man i would love to speak that because then you wouldn't be able to speak like i mean like you're a coder you'd know code fluently because that is a man-made language you'd know like 
American Sign Language. You'd know everything. You can commit communicate with everyone in the world. Except animals. <sighs> yeah, every person in the world. Except animals. What if animals hate you? What if animals are assholes? What if animals just talk shit about you constantly? Like, you don't have any pets, but, like, I don't want to know what, like... My my former pet cat thinks of me. Maybe he thinks I was. Maybe he thinks I suck. And he's like stupid human, only giving me food. Like, I mean, that is a tough. What question. if squirrels know. are racist, dude? I don't need that knowledge in my life. I don't know. I would definitely like to speak to him and be like, and ask orcas, the fuck's going on? They're just mad because orcas are silly little guys. Not a, yeah. No, they're not. They suck. They're fucking monsters. Orcas are horrible creatures. I just want to know and be like, what pissed you off, man? everything everything dude i don't know it is it is a tough question for me because like which one would i like to do they're both good i'm going every language known to man hmm. i don't know he's very contemplative right now folks yeah because i'm just like which one do i want i don't know i think I, you know what i'm gonna go with animals i would like to talk to animals that's true there's an animal everywhere you go what if you're stranded in the desert and there's no person by you but there's like a rattlesnake and you go mr snake please get me help and he says no motherfucker i'm biting you and then you know what you're right. Don't go with animals. What? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with animals. I'll choose animals language. That'd Foolish. be really cool. Foolish. You say that now, but you never know. I'm just saying, maybe animals aren't nice. Humans aren't exactly great to animals, so. Yeah, also humans aren't great to each other either, so. True, but we at least pretend for others. I don't think mm. an animal gives a fuck about pretending to be nice to us. You'd be surprised what they would do for food. And that's true. That is how we domesticated dogs. So, yeah. We appreciate you all listening to another episode of the Diversion Podcast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. I know we were a little offbeat here after being off for a week. It was a bit of a janky one. Not to mention <laughs> we showed up and like uh, user-friendly was recording before us, so we had to wait around for a little bit, uh, which uh, check them out because I was sitting outside, so I didn't disturb the recording, and I was still cracking up out there. So kudos to these guys. Fucking love them. Well, there you go. As always, you can follow us over at Divergent 64 on Instagram and YouTube. And Twitter, you can follow me over at Geek990 at those same platforms. Uh, BumblingB underscore on Instagram, and that's all I really got going for me at the moment. Nice, nice. And as always, we appreciate listening to another episode. And remember, do have yourselves a damn good one. Later, losers. <laughs>